pretty songs. A 90s rock podcast. I'm Seth. I'm Marissa. What's up, friends? Hey, you know, not much. It's a it's a happy it's new a, year. Yeah, it's a new year. It's a new year for us. How have the first uh, couple of first week and a half or so of the year been for you? Um, I mean, not the best. I yeah. I got the the novel coronavirus. <laughs> That's what um, I always call for, it too. For New Year's, uh, which sucked. Um, but feeling a lot better, getting back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I feel like it's nice to have like, um, I feel like my routines were taken for me cause I like to like reflect mm. and have like, like, it's like, I didn't count down to the new year for like probably oh. the first time in my life. Wow. Are you yeah. someone who like goes to bed before midnight? No, no, I don't. I mean, I don't even go to bed before midnight on like a normal night. Like, right. Same. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I've sort of like tried to detach from New Year's a little. I don't like these holidays where there's like pressure to have fun. Yeah. Like when there's true. pressure to have fun, it makes me not want to have any fun. Like I just want to like. <laughs> no, it makes me want to have fun. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a high pressure situation. I don't like uh, the high pressure. I like run for the hills when it's high pressure. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, but yeah, how is the start to your, your year going? I also was sick, but with an old a virus that's existed for years. Oh, right. Some old oh, yeah. cold. <laughs> Some old colds. How are you feeling better? Um, yeah, it took a while. It, it was like a minor cold that like lingered forever. Mm. Uh, but I yeah. blew I blew through a whole bunch of uh, rapid antigen novel coronavirus oh, yeah. tests. Same Z's. Um, yeah. But um, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's the winter. I go for my little... Walks in the woods. Today I went for a snowy walk in the woods and saw five deer. Wow. All at once? Or yeah, they were moving together. the walk? No, they That's were cool. like, like a fam. It's wonderful. It was beautiful. By the river. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I was, um, I don't know. I don't have a story. I was just going to say I was in California. That seems notable. That's that a story in, in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's really it. Because I didn't the, get to do anything fun. Um baby shoes never worn i was in california wow yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the new and improved edition yeah it's, it's the whole story um okay we have a new idea we're starting off the year with a new idea oh my gosh an experiment an experiment i was trying to think about how I, i'm having so much trouble like explaining this idea in words like yeah, it kind of sounds like an acid trip. Like I, know. I don't know what it is, except like just kind of an acid trip down free association highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was your idea though. You are the uh, the um, the father of invention here. Yes, that's right. Um, well, and I'm you were a- dragging it out for a while too. I feel like you like mentioned this idea like months ago, but wouldn't tell me what it was. <laughs> I like that, yeah, by the time we did it, it was like you were asking me about it. Like, um, <laughs> it's like I somehow like snuck it in. Um, so the idea is that we make a playlist and we go back and forth and um, like picking songs. Mm-hmm. I, that's probably the simplest way to describe it. Um, and one, the thing I guess that I'm excited about is like, I really like the idea of us having to figure out how to talk about why 
one song reminds us of another song or like made us mm-hmm. think about another song or just felt right. Like I like the idea of us right. having to fumble around with this like a little bit. Um, yeah. Like it's nice to think about, well, I feel like when you had first hinted at the idea, maybe there was like some thematic concept and we talked about like the possibility of different themes right. for playlists. Um, but we kind of didn't do that. Like we were also, we were kind of talking about the idea of like sibling or sister songs yeah, right like that's right um but regardless of like what the theme is or the approach i feel like it's like it's kind of like forcing us to think about songs i feel like we often we are usually thinking about songs as like individual ide- uh entities and it's kind of like bringing like thinking about songs in conversation with other songs and like the rest of the world yeah yeah and i think in life like we get to spend maybe in over the last few years especially i feel like my like my listening habits have become so you know we're all in like headphone world and Mm. like we listen to stuff by ourselves a lot i think like Mm -hmm. everybody does now and um, there is like a sort of a free association listening that happens over the course of a day. Sometimes like, you know, you listen to this thing and it makes you think of this other thing and then you listen to that um, other thing. Yeah, true, true. And I like the idea of kind of like doing that as a journey, like with, yeah, doing that with you in a way where we have to like talk about it kind of, it seems sort together. of fun. Yeah, together. <laughs> um, no, totally. I'm excited. Um, and yeah, like I guess... Well, I was texting you earlier. Like, so we basically like you picked the first song mm-hmm. and then we went back and forth choosing a song for a whopping total of six songs. Yeah, keeping it keeping it like brief here <laughs> for this first experiment. And we did stay within the nineties, but like if we keep going with this, like I feel we need to just break it open. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Well, and also I feel like it's kind of funny sometimes. Like, I forgot what I was thinking about earlier, like what song I associate um, with another song. But it's kind of like when it's kind of cool to like, sometimes they're just vastly different in like time period, like type in every way. Yeah. No. And that, Um, and, and that vast difference could be a more interesting thing to explore. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll get more into this as we discuss the songs, but I was thinking about how like this, uh, in many ways, this, this experiment was a joy. Mm-hmm. And in others, it reminded me of how I'm like a control freak who hates collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is an activity in giving up control, right? Yeah, like, do you remember the, like, collaborative poem game that, like, you... I feel like you introduced me to this Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with collaborative poem writing. Yeah, yeah, it's like taking... The word-by-word thing? The word-by-word thing, exactly. We referred to it as super friends. Super friends? Who referred to it as that? People that I went to grad school with. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, I feel like it was, like, a game you were playing with people you went to grad school yes. with and then you told me about it and I've played it with others. Yeah. I'd like to um, give the credit for this game to Seth Parker. Ooh, and, amazing. Yeah. I love that. But, um, but like, I feel like playing that game reminded me of this. Like I feel I've often felt frustrated playing that game because I'm like, what about me? Yes. Oh, wow. So not everyone is a psychotic control freak. Well, okay. So everyone is, 
but um, <laughs> but I think I mean... there's a different relationship maybe with like like I'm a psychotic control freak also, but I get a real kick out of like I guess there's something like really I I do sort of have a fun time like having to like beat myself into letting it go kind of like true true you know what i mean like i guess i like the activity of having to give it up in the in what feels like a low stakes context right no it is fair it is not a high stakes contest <laughs> context yeah contest it, see you are like competitive about it. <laughs> Like, I don't ever want to write, I don't know, like a collaborative poem like that. It's like that to me is okay because it's like a game. Yeah. But like the idea of writing collaborative poems like does not appeal to me. Interesting. (laughs) Questions of authorship. Is that the problem? No, it's just like I want things to go a certain way Mm, (laughs) when mm -hmm. I'm writing a poem. And then it's like. I'm just like, I don't know. So yeah, I feel like I felt like that with this game as well. Like I'm like, oh, you didn't pick this. Yeah, no, it's one of the things I like about it. It's like there were songs, like definitely in some moments I was like, oh, I wish like like you went this direction and I kind of wish you had gone this direction. But like it is fun to have to like deal with it, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um and yeah um okay it's like interesting so in the in a in the context of free associating it's like free associating is a thing one does in one's own brain but it's nice to like the challenge of having of trying to free associate in a way that is like like collaborative free association is just like a completely insane concept to right me. that's why i say it's like an acid trip yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good um I cool love it. well i'm we'll probably get into other stuff as we talk about songs but like should we just jump in let's do it okay so i don't know how to start exactly because like <laughs> okay so we said we basically decided not to have like uh we're putting the songs before the theme so my guess is that we realized that we're talking about some themes here like as we go but we didn't like plan a theme Right, right, right. We weren't like we're making we're building this playlist with a theme in mind. So it feels just like you pick a song and and we just choose whatever song with no like restrictions that it it brings us to next. Yeah. The only restriction we had this time was that it's the 90s. Yeah. Um, So I was going through songs like we decided that I was going to go first, which and like I was feeling like pressure to pick like the right thing. And so I was just like listening to, I pulled up some sort of like, I was just listening to like people's 90s playlists on Spotify and like trying to like do a little brainstorming. Yeah. And this song came up. So my my choice is Kiss the Rain by Billy Myers. Hello. Can you hear me? Why don't you, why don't you go out? 
I, you know, I was like, I didn't remember that. The, like, I wouldn't have remembered the song if someone was like, do you remember that song Kiss the Rain by Billy Myers? I would have been like, absolutely not. But it came mm. up on this playlist and it was like entering a time machine. Like, whoa, best. Yeah. It was like, oh my God. I like remember listening to the radio in 1997 suddenly. Oh, like, that's amazing. Yeah. So it just like, it jumped out at me as the song that like was a, was like a, on the radio a lot for probably like four months or something while I was in high school. And then like, n- I never listened to it again, basically. And it's like, you know how people talk about like smell being really powerful for memory? Like you smell something and you're suddenly like transported. That's what it felt like with this song. It was like, I'm back. Like, Oh, that's the best. Yeah. yeah. Like a song like that is very powerful. Because yeah, you were sending like a lot of ideas. I was just like, really? Like there was just a lot. It was very exciting. You're sending various options that you were considering. I felt like I was driving you crazy. Well, like in a good way, like it was fun. I was like, you were sending all these options and I was like, all of them were exciting to think about. And then I was thinking about what song all of them think make me think of. It's just a, a, um, a many tentacled beast in the brain. Um, (laughs) But so, but yeah, when you pick this song, like I, I don't, I don't really remember the song from the 90s, which I was, like, shocked by. Hmm. I I definitely, like, I think I've, like, heard it before. Right. But, like, I think when you sent it, I was like, I don't remember it by name, like, Mm -hmm. at all. And then when I listened to it, I was hoping, like, I would have an immediate recognition. But I didn't. Well, wait, can I ask you a question about radio stations? Yeah. So, because I think this is pertinent. When so obviously when we were in high school the radio was the main way of like listening to new music kind of like yeah that's how you find out about stuff mm-hmm. so what sta- like what what kind of station did you listen to like what, what specific station like what was the programming of the like you know there are like soft rock stations there's right. top forty stations there's classic yeah rock, like, um I definitely there's like think- hard rock. Yeah, I think I listened to like the um like what is K Rock? What like I think it was like like alternative basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 104 Okay, so I feel like it was like 92.3 K Rock, which was like alternative. Okay. 104.1, which is 104, Radio 104, and that was also like alternative rock. Okay. And then 104.3 was classic rock. Gotcha. And then, like, if you if you needed some pop in your life, you could go to Z100 oh, okay, <laughs> or Hot okay. 97. Okay. So, like, yeah, I had a similar constellation. There was, like, there were a couple alternative stations that I think for me were out of Providence, actually. There was, like, 90, I think maybe 92.3 was an alternative station for me also. And okay. then, um, okay, but then, like, uh, 94.5 played hip hop. Kiss mm-hmm. 108 played uh, like pop music, like top 40 music. And mm-hmm. then there were like, there was like a classic rock station. WBCN was like a hard rock station. And like, Ooh. so I was like bouncing around to all these, but I do cool. think my like, 
Oh, and then there was Mix 98.5, which oh, played. Oh, yeah. That's like, sounding the, familiar. I think they were advertising it as like the hits of like the 70s, 80s, and today. I love that shit. Yeah, the yeah. The 70s, 80s, and today. But <laughs> but they were pitched. I, I want to say it was pitched. That was probably the station. Like, it's lame. It was. It felt lame to me at the time, but that was the station I listened to most probably. Amazing. And, Wait, I, I'm sorry. and it was like I'm pitched so towards like... <laughs> An adult contemporary context, kind of. I was going to so say, I think, did you have like Weeby 108? Oh, no. What was that? With Delilah? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kiss um, one, uh, wait, no. What was that? 105? Magic 106.7 was whoa. where Delilah was. Weeby 108 was like, yeah, like the station like one's parent would listen to. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. Magic 106.7. <laughs> Delilah. Delilah's amazing. And she was on the radio recently and like Matt, who's from California, didn't know her. And I wonder if it's like she wasn't nationally broadcast. I think she was, but maybe Matt wasn't into hip hop. I'm trying sorry, I'm just thinking about all of them. 101.3 was like a Connecticut station. Mm. Like um KC101. Isn't it so weird that this is how we listen to music? That we listened to? Yeah. It's really weird. Once I had this very, uh, this experience, it was years ago, but it sticks out in my brain because I got like a cab, maybe it was Uber, I don't remember. It was, uh, I was going somewhere and I like got in the car and the driver like asked me what radio station I liked. Amazing. And I was incredible. I was like, uh, yeah, like I pulled up one of those from my memory and he like put it on. Incredible. It was great. Wow, radio. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm nostalgic so about it, but yeah. Yeah, no. But it was your your point was like maybe it was ha- this song was popular in your radio stations, but somehow not mine or I something? I think if I had been listening to cooler radio stations, like if I had been sticking mm. with the alternative and the hard rock stuff. I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have like, I really think this song was only, it charted, I looked it up, it charted for 31 97, weeks. right? 97 into 98. So it charted for wow. like half a year, but it was like, it only peaked at like number 15. And my guess it was only on, it could have only been on like soft rock stations. Fascinating. Fascinating. Don't you think? Like this song wouldn't have made it to alternative. Right. Radio. Like I'm trying to think of where I was in my musical journey at that time. And right. yeah, I don't, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was on, but I don't remember. But then there's it. like, then there's like the compromise. There's like the stations you listen to, but then there's like the compromise with mom station. You know, mm-hmm. like mm. I don't know. It's Ooh, just a interesting. Compromise to think. with mom. Yeah, that is like, interesting. My mom didn't want to listen to like the hard rock station. You know. <laughs> no, I remember once I put on Tool in the car with my mom, and she <laughs> she said it quote made her nervous, and then I had to turn it off. Honestly, I feel the same way. It makes sense. Yeah. It's fair. I'm nervous just talking about it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Kiss the Rain is like one of these songs. I just feel like I, this is like very nonspecific, but I feel like this song is just pure fucking 1997. It's like Ooh. 1997, like it, the like soft rock version of 1997. It's like this is what was going on. Like the mm. echoey thing in the voice, like, oh my god, hello, 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 do you hear me? Hear me, <laughs> yeah, amazing. And like, um, there's something about oh, the guitars ahead. that are very 1997, anyway. Yeah, 
Ugh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I feel almost like compelled to talk about some songs I didn't pick. <laughs> wait, like for the next song? Yeah. Okay. But well, like, wait. well, as a way to talk about this song. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But, yeah. But, go where, wherever well, you want. Well, because I guess like this song, well, the thing, okay. So it's like Kiss the Rain. Mm-hmm. is the central uh, ethos of the song. So it's what like does kissing the, the rain mean to you? Yeah, like I wrote down, I can't imagine kissing the rain would be very satisfying. Great point. It's a weird um, idea. Like, well, it's one of these songs where, um, uh, where the sentiment of the chorus and the verses, like, sort of don't make sense together like it's like i feel like the song starts out and it's like um it sounds like it's about like her being insecure in her relationship like maybe her partner is like cheating on her they're at distances from each other like i'll just read the beginning hello yeah can you hear me am i getting through to you hello is it late there is there laughter on the line are you sure you're there alone? Because I'm trying to explain something's wrong. You just don't sound the same. Why don't you? Why don't you go outside? Go, go outside, outside. Kiss the rain. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Very incredible. <laughs> but I think you're right. Like, so like, okay, that part feels like insecurity. Yeah. But like, why don't you go outside? Kiss the rain is like advice. And like, tell like share where it goes from there. Like that's I feel like the weirdest. <laughs> oh, kiss the rain whenever you need me. Kiss the rain whenever I'm gone too. Long. Yeah, it's like now the other person is insecure. Like it's or like to- just longing. It becomes yeah. just like a song of 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 longing or something. If your lips feel lonely and thirsty, kiss the rain. Kiss the rain and wait, and for, the wait for the dawn. Like I guess the link you could come up with is like. If you miss me, like, don't cheat on me, as you clearly are. (laughs) Instead, Kiss the Rain. But it's like a weird, like, because Kiss the Rain says it's like about, like, romantic abandon or something. Yeah. I mean, there is like a thing, you know, like the cliche of like, we're under the same stars. Yes. It's like that, but with rain. Right, right, right. She says that, right? We're yeah. under the same sky. Under Keep in mind sky. we're under the same sky and the nights is empty for you is for me. Yeah. If you can't if you feel you can't wait till morning, kiss the rain. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What did you ask me? What is it what does kissing the rain mean? Or- oh, well, like I, I did kind of ask that, but where I'm going with it is like it's a, It's also just a like like digging into it this way. It feels like it's a song just built on a bunch of cliches. Like, mm, and there isn't yeah. really like. I think the the reason it's got all these different sentiments is that it's basically just cramming all these different versions <laughs> of longing into one song. That's a really great point. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's also like um. Uh. Like a hello. Like, it's like a Hello, Can You Hear Me song. Like, that seems like a type of song. Yeah, it's like missing. It is. it is. It's like piling in as much, like, pathos yeah. as possible. I, I have in my notes, quote, Hello, Can You Hear Me is a useful song trope. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Oh, yeah. I wrote down convening with nature. Sure. I mean, like, I do sort of like the, like, okay, if I just think of it as, like, a, a twist on the we're under the same stars cliche, and instead mm. of being under the same stars, it's raining. That's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. That is nice. But yeah, it's just fucking weird to like have the like object of affection be like actively cheating on you. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just like a weird little situation. But it's like, yeah, I guess it is active. Like it is the cheating is like, Im- like heavily implied. Heavily implied. Yeah. Yeah. She says. Um, yeah. Is there is laughter on the line? Or it could just be paranoia. Or, no, she go- Oh, yeah. I read it, right? She says, like, are you sure you're there alone? Right. Oh, it could be paranoia, I suppose. Maybe she's just gel. Yeah, maybe she's just jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, okay, let's talk about... So, like, yeah, let's try to discuss, like, where you went from here, maybe. Okay, so I did some strange mental gymnastics to Mm -hmm. arrive at the next song that I chose. Like, I... Uh, I didn't choose the immediate song it made me think of. <laughs> um, okay. What can, can what, how do I want to frame this? Like, <laughs> I want to ask, like, um, did you have a plan for how to go about, like, how do you choose, like, what to excavate out of a song to, like, go to the next song? Okay. Or, like, yeah. You know what I mean? The thing is, I think because I didn't know the song, I felt, like, kind of lost. Like, I was, like, yeah gonna just go with like a gut um i was hoping if i knew the song i would just like follow my like gut to like another song right but i feel like i guess maybe i wasn't that excited about the song about like okay i'll just say like the first two songs that made me think of immediately were um can't fight the moonlight by Leanne Rhymes, which Holy I learned shit. was 2001. So I was like, can't pick it. Sorry guys. And that's why I think we need to like get rid of that rule going forward. Yeah. And the other obvious choice to me was um, missing by everything, but the girl, like I Whoa. miss you like the deserts miss the rain. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of like, I feel like those songs both feel like they're kind of like uh, about like, yeah, like not like yeah, nature. Weather vibes. <laughs> weather vibes. <laughs> uh, what's the word for some for like the weather? Oh, meteorology. <laughs> meteorological, uh, like emotional meteorology. <laughs> meteorological issues, right? Um, I also thought of "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal, a song I've been thinking about this week as well. Oh yes, I listened to it. Um. It's an amazing, incredible song. But yeah, that's another song that's kind of like about like man convening romantically with nature, right? Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I think what it was was that I, um, I, I was like, those are thematically linked in obvious ways, and I wanted to like follow like. Um, I was like asking myself, like, this is a phrase I learned in a, um, like a creative writing class I took, but it's like, what's the driving engine of the piece? Uh, Yes. And I was like, what's the, like this song, um, I like felt like I was like drawn to, like I said before, like the, uh, the pathos of the song. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's like, 
it's just like filled with like so much like urgency and mm-hmm. longing. It's like yeah, in like um, I think it's the part where she says um. Cause I'm trying to, to explain. explain. It's like something about like there's like there's like these moments where like the speaker feels like particularly overcome with emotion. Yeah. And like, so I was literally I told you, I think did I tell you I Googled 90 song with the most pathos? <laughs> And then like, oh, because I was trying to figure out what that literal, what like the sound of the song reminds me of exactly. And I realized it was pushed by Mashbox 20, which I couldn't pick because we've already discussed it. (sighs) Didn't we say we could do that, though? Oh, I thought we said we decided not to. It's for the best that you you didn't, but I, I, Um, I totally get it. It's like how he says, um, oh, I wrote it down in, in push by Matchbox 20 when he goes, don't just stand there saying nice things to me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same vibe as when she says, you just don't sound the same. And, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I was thinking about that, but I was like, okay. What else? What other song is like that? Like, what other song is like just driven it. by pure pathos? And it brought me to the song I picked, which is called "If You Could Only See" by Tonic. Where you got your reasons, and you've got your lies, and you've got your manipulations. They cut me down to size Say you love, but you don't You give love, but you won't If you could only see the way She loves me Um, an incredible song. Did you own the album Lemon Parade? No, I didn't even know it was like any, like I didn't know it was called that. It never even considered me to own, occurred to me to own the album. Oh yeah. I went out and bought this CD big time. It was like in ninth grade, right? Uh, it's also 97. So it's 97. So ninth grade or 10th. Yeah. Um, cusp. But yeah, I w- it it struck me that um, when I started listening to it, I realized like, oh, this is the same time in my life as Kiss the Rain. Like, this feels close. Oh yeah, like <clears throat> that the, was another ver- consideration. Like the version of me that's like feeling this song on the radio is like the same mm-hmm. age or something. Like I was having that like very strong feeling. Right. Like I think like uh, yeah, the era was something that we. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. The singer of the song is hilarious looking at this. I just like Googled no, I the know. song. I have never watched the video, but like did not expect this man to look like this. Did you? Um, so did you look up the song on Wikipedia? This song? Yeah. No. Because he says what it's about. <gasps> and I like don't even want to tell you. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> well, anyway, wait, let's talk about it a little because I think it would I be do more... want you to tell me, but maybe not yet. I think we should discuss it first because I, okay. I think I think I think what we will think it's about is more interesting. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, oh, what was I going to? Oh, this song was like a gigantic like I read something on the Internet where someone suggested that this is like the the salient rock song of 1997 like of just that year but like that this wow was, and it was it was like it was like number one on the mainstream rock chart for like a long the a fuck yeah. a long time i mean for a like i don't know how long exactly but it definitely went to number wow. one on the mainstream rock chart love this song yeah. honestly i just remembered my association with it um when i was in like ninth or tenth grade uh, I started going to therapy and my mom would drive me to like my therapist. Yeah. And I just remember like listening to this song in the car. <laughs> if you could only see. <gasps> oh, uh, this song. Yeah. I feel like this song um, is like one of the most, like the speaker in the song is like expressing like a pathetic human quality. <laughs> Yeah, say more that about that. That is like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like highly relatable. Yeah. But like not like a great place to be emotionally, maybe. <laughs> highly relatable in what way? What's highly relatable okay. about it? I mean, I feel like when I used to listen to it in high school, I like connected. I guess it's like, okay, well, so we'll just read the lyrics yeah, yeah. real quick. If you could only see the way she loves me, then maybe you would understand why I feel this way about our love. <laughs> I can't. And this what, I must, line. what I must do. Absolutely my far. The and word what must, I must is do. fucking incredible. <laughs> if you could only see how blue her eyes can be when she says, <laughs> when she says she loves me. Okay. Well, you got I your reasons. <laughs> saying there saying you love me but you don't you give your love but you won't fuck yeah um i think it's like relatable because like i think i used this song to like um in high school like fully rationalize like (laughs) like just like staying in relationships that like I knew I wasn't that into you know what I mean like it's like if you you can like get yourself to a place where you're like yeah I should stay with this person and like this is what's happening in this it's like the best it's so good in in that like nobody understands me kind of way it's like man yes 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 what I'm experiencing and it's like and the funny thing is, like, it's literally like this person's eyes are so blue. I present to you the proof that they love me. Wow. <laughs> Tis the natural color of their eyes. When she said, like, the, it's like her eyes have changed color while she's. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like she's a snake or something. 
like, like a or reptile like, whose eyes like uh, yeah like it's absurd like i just feel like if there's if there's any reason like not to stay with a person yeah because it does seem like there's something happening in this song where it's like someone is telling the speaker like not to be with this person it's like if there was ever a reason not to stay with someone it's like because of how blue her eyes can be when she says she loves me so i don't know well okay so speaking of like the who is being spoken to in the song is the you from if you could only see the way she loves me then maybe you would understand is Mm. that the same you as Saying you love, but you don't. You give your love, but you won't. Oh. Don't those I feel like they must be different? Presume different. It feels different, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because so, I think of, like, if you could only see is, like, somebody, like a friend, a large population of people telling him <laughs> to break up with this person. <laughs> the community. <laughs> Community, yeah. <laughs> and then when he goes saying you love, but you don't, you give your love, but you won't. I or feel even like before that, like to the she. Yeah. Or even before that, like, well, you got your reasons and you got your lies and you got your manipulations. <laughs> they cut me down to size. That part is insane. Like, what is even happening? I don't understand. So, yeah, I just like that. That struck me this way. Like, I loved this song so much back then. But I, I don't think I ever like really interrogated it, you know, even though I was mm-hmm. like definitely a lyrics kid. And it's like really <laughs> weird how to look at these lyrics. I mean, yeah, I feel like the like um, the pink elephant in the room is and what I must do. Yeah, what I must do. Like, is- which which I think could only be murder, right? Like, <laughs> I mean... Except that it seems like in the context of the song, what I must do just means like continue to be in a relationship with this person. <laughs> it does, but it like sounds so much like murder. It's like it's like um yeah, it's like he's about to commit some sort of like horrible act of religiosity or something. Like I, I must. What I must do is so ridiculous. Like yeah, what Jesus I must do is like just kind of like stay in this mediocre relationship. So, with all this in mind, can I tell you what what his, just what, not get off the couch? Can I Sorry. tell you like what he says the song is about? Yes, please. I'm so so. Nervous. I'm going to read you this quote from the Wikipedia page. When What's I was, the man's name? I can't remember. Do I have to look That's it up? Okay, no, it's fine. Um, Who cares? His name. Let's give him credit. His name is Emerson Hart. Wow. Um. And he said, when I was 21 or 22, I was in love with somebody who my mom did not feel was a good fit. And he says elsewhere that it was an older woman. Um, So my family disowned me for about three years. And the last conversation I had with my mother when I was home, I'd said, if you could only see the way she loves me, maybe you would understand. I just wrote that song after that phone call, literally in a matter of minutes. Wow. So the you is the same, kind of, and it's like the mom. Oh, saying you love, but you don't. You give your love, but you won't. Like uh, talking about like familial kind of like, you know, like problems. Like, um, oh, that's sad. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You but give your love, but you won't. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
Help that, us. I mean, I don't, I don't fully get it. <laughs> but, I, but I think it's still like, it's about like, yeah, just feeling like not understood by your family in some way. I mean, to have the you be a mom is like the most grounded uh it's yeah like the the meaning is quite different than what i would have thought right yeah like it's like he's saying saying you love but you don't you give your love but you won't that's like a pleading for a mother's love in this particular context of like can you just accept that i'm in this relationship wow and like if you could see how blue her eyes get like if only you could see this like weird thing that happens with her eyes when she (laughs) It's actually quite creepy what happens. <laughs> you've got your reasons and you've got your lies. You've got your manipulations that yeah. cut me down to size. Yeah. Okay. See? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did not expect that. Because, Incredible. like, in my note, like, before I looked that up, <clears throat> I had I have this note where I'm like, the perspective of this song is really weird. Like, I just yeah. couldn't figure out, like, what the fuck is going on here. Um, That's so sad. Yeah. It is kind of sad. Seems it's a sad a l- song. I mean, I always just thought it was silly until now. (laughs) (laughs) Seems the road less traveled shows happiness unraveled. And you got to take a little dirt to keep what you love. That's what you got to do. Yeah, that's what you got to (laughs) do. Saying you love. (laughs) What's the part where he's like... Say love, uh, you love when you You're can. Stretching out your arms to oh, something yeah. that's Get, just not there. Saying you love where you stand, give your heart when you can. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, stretching out it's, your arms to something that's just not there is good too. Where's the stand? It's like the next couple lines after stretching out your arms. <laughs> Something just saying you love where you stand. Give your heart when you can. Wow. Okay. So should I talk about where I went? Yeah, let's do it. So I feel like um I feel like I went with something like the feeling of what the song sounds like over meaning. But then as I was like interrogating it today, I kind of realized that I think the connection that I was making is like, so like if you could only see feels like a song about a failure of communication. Cause it's like you can, if you could only like understand where I'm coming from. Mm. Right. And so like the chemical, the song I chose is the chemicals between us by Bush. I want you to remember. A love so far like a said us always. And I want you to surrender. Um, 
And it feels like that is a kind of like, that's like another version of miscommunication is like just being on a, on the wrong wavelength with somebody like, um, like, like being in a, in a, that like chemical mm. chemicals are moods basically like, or, mm. or like, um, you know, the chemicals that are within us are like determining so much of like what happens with us mm. and like how we feel chemistry chemistry yeah yeah i mean it's drugs too i guess but like well i guess like just with like relationships i feel like there's like we always talk about like chemistry yeah 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 that's a good way there it's not yeah yeah good point yeah so like it was very gabin to say chemicals instead (laughs) (laughs) it really does yeah but it's like yeah, it's a, it's something like it's another version of being like if only I could explain. It's like the problem is the chemicals between us in this song. So it's like what are the lyrics? It's like okay, um, okay. The in the chorus, it's like the chemicals between us, the walls that lie between us, lying in this bed, the chemicals wow. displaced. There is no lonelier place than lying in this bed. So like the feeling of being with someone and being alone at the same time. Right. Yeah. Lying in this bed. Yeah. Lying in this bed. Were you into this song when it came out, by the way? Or had you already, no. like, you had gotten away from Bush by by then? I feel like I had, like, strongly um, uh, separated myself from Bush. Same. <laughs> it felt like a very important thing to do to be like, this band sucks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. This song came out in like 1999. 99. Right? Quite late. Quite yeah. late in the 1990s. Wild. So, yeah, like, like this so is so far um, beyond the point at which at which this band was like relevant. Well, I think some people probably yeah, but they were like a huge band at one point, like 96 or something. For sure. Yeah, as we discussed yeah, on a previous as episode we discussed that our see our Bush episode. <laughs> Hashtag like, CR Bush. Hashtag CR Bush. Um, but like, yeah, like I feel like this song was not like it was like a song one heard. Yeah. Like uh, in life. Like I yep. certainly have heard this song before, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, like I like remember the song or like had like deep associations. And like I'll just say real quick that this was a moment where I was like, I feel like it's, I've talked to you about this before that I think of if you could only see by tonic as like a strangely, like a, um, it's very own genre of, of song. I agree with this. <laughs> and it's to me, it's like not even, it's almost like objective in my memory that it goes with like, um, you know what it goes with is, um, She's so high. Yeah. <laughs> like I was that thinking, song. Okay, it's so good you're bringing this up because I was thinking like there's like two different directions you could go with this song, and one is like the song has like these these like sort of soft sounds and soft with I'm talking about if you could only see has mm. like these like soft sounds and soft guitars, but then it like comes in with these like harder sounds and harder guitars. And I was like, I have to choose one of these sounds. But totally. I think I think you're right that like, yeah, the other place to go would have been like something like that or like, yeah, I'm trying to I'm struggling to come up with other examples of that. But that like what you just described, she's so high is like its own kind of like 
direction you could absolutely so take high, it. Incredible. Tal Bachman? Um, is that who that song oh, is? Oh, I don't like? even know. I think I it's no Tal Bachman. Well, I think it's Tal Bachman. Incredible. <laughs> Icon. Um, I feel like I, it's just like my association is so deep that I was like, but you're right. Like it does sound, they, so, they sound similar. Yeah. The chemicals between us and, um, What's it called? Yeah, it felt a little off to choose this song because I was like, but that tonic song is like not hard rock, in, you know, in my head. But then I was like, mm. but it does kind of sound this like this song. not really either. I know. That's the thing. You know? Yeah. 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 And if huh, you think, yeah. A song about communication. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I was thinking about with this song is that this is like a personal bit of information, but like my therapist is like really into talking to me about how like chemical, like chemistry and chemicals control everything. Like that, like that we're just like that. All we are is like a collection of chemicals. And Mm. I'm like, I'm so like, I don't know what, what's wrong with me exactly, but I like tend to lean towards like the mysterious or like the idea that I'm like doomed or like that there are like big forces outside of me that are like, that I don't understand that control mm. everything. And like, th- like within me. So I don't know. It's it's like, I get why, sh- my, why a, per- a person who's like trying to be my therapist would be trying to convince me about like chemistry and like thinking about my own like autonomy, like what's going on within me instead of mm. like without, but like, Anyway, like the the like, I like that this song is like thinking about the problem of a relationship from like this weird like chemicals perspective. Yeah, it is a weird perspective. Yeah, the chemicals huh. between us. The chemicals between us. Like it almost seems like a cliche, but it's like weirder than a cliche. It's like, or it's like. There's something. I feel off like about it's like it. the chemicals chemistry thing. Like, yeah, yeah, chemistry would be like a cliche. Why chemistry would be a cliche. It reminds me of a song called Glycerine. Sure, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, very tough to take the song and like not pick another Bush song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know, just like this. Yeah, like I feel like Bush seems to like to like. I don't know. So I don't know how to be weird it. for like being be weird. weird. Sake. Exactly. That's correct. Yes. What was there's um, a line in here that's like, is it um, the power of children can amaze? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, like, can I read the first? So the song begins I want you to remember a love so full it could send us all ways. I mm-hmm. want you to surrender all my feelings rose today. That's a weird line. And I want you to remain. The power of children can amaze. I'll try not to complain. I know that's a pisser, baby. What the fuck? I know that's a pisser, baby. That's what he says? Yeah. That's LOL hilarious. It's completely amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, he's well, just what like, were you going to say? He's just being weird for the sake of being weird. I know that's a pisser. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. The power of children can amaze. I mean, that to me is like really a hot spot in this song. Like, I'm just like, yeah, what is the power on? of children can amaze. Excuse me. Is Gavin just like so hot that no one ever told him he's not that smart? 
Well, definitely. Yeah. But like, I, yeah, like I feel like the, the, the image of a bed, like I'm like imagining like a marriage bed. Oh, yeah. And then children. Like, it's like, oh. is this a song about family? Like, is huh. this a song about like, um, like imagining having children? Or like having them. Like, it was like, I don't know. I don't want to like read like a full on mm. autobiography onto it. But like, yeah, could it be like he and he and Gwen? <laughs> Their children. And they probably did not have children by this point. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, there's but... some really weird shit in this song. Like the whole thing. We're of the hollow men. We are the naked ones. I don't even, I don't know where to go with any of this. It's just like, it feels like, it feels like the kind of thing. I'd like to thank all of my lovers, lovers, lovers. It feels exactly like the kind of thing someone I hated in a college poetry workshop would have brought in. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Let's move on. Let's talk about mm. where let's talk about the interesting direction you went from here. Whoa. Okay. So I found all right. Um let me think about uh, And I want you to remember <laughs> my my process of getting here. Like, I don't even know what songs I considered. I think what I was thinking was like the I was um Oh, I considered some songs. I considered um, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Sure, yeah, a song that Strongly. I thought about this week as Strongly. well. Strongly. Really love yeah. it. It's such a good song. But for me, like that song puts me in ninth grade. Yeah. And I just felt like the late 90s element was like too important to ignore with the Bush song. So ultimately, I chose um, another late 90s song which is Six Underground by Sneaker Pimps Take me down Six Underground The ground beneath your feet Laid out floor Nothing to go Another Which I think was that, also 99, right? I think so. I forgot to look it up. Um, let's see. I yeah. Oh, right. 96. 96? That's oh, so wow. weird. I don't yeah. believe that. That's, I mean, yeah. I guess it's true. If but... it's the end of 96, it would still be kind of, let's see, 30th of September, 1996. That's so weird because like, I thought I was choosing it for its late 90s vibe, but it's like I may as well have chosen filter. When, when did the late 90s begin? 1997. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> but um I also would say like I I was thinking about how um The Chemicals Between Us does not feel like a song that is like led by emotion. It feels kind of like there's like this like removed, elegant, measured quality to mm-hmm. it. Even mm-hmm. though it's like about 
tough stuff, perhaps. Like, I feel like it's not a very, like, emotionally gripping song. It's, it's got like, like kind of like a cool beat. Yeah, yeah. A little bit or something. It's, it's got like a, a rhythm more, to it. It's more about emotion than emotional. Exactly. Yes. Um, which I felt like that was something that this song has mm-hmm. too. Yeah, no, I like that. That's good. Were you into this song? Was this a song you were into at the time? No. Yeah, me neither. I remember no. it though. Like this song is very I'm like very aware of it without having ever paid attention to it really. Yeah, it's weirdly memorable because like it was, I don't know, like I want to say, I don't know if this is even true, but it seemed like different than yeah. other songs. Is it just like, it's it like, has the electronic like vibe to it? Yeah, like it has an electronic vibe, but like, is that I don't know different? why. It's like the mix of the electronic vibe, the slowness the like girl singing in a mm-hmm. kind of like slow, boring way. The dude going, a one, two, a one, two. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like an unusual song. <laughs> yeah, it's such a 90s thing to have that in the background of this song. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hilarious. I would, I would like an edit of that song that edits that out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like, I don't want it. This band's like, oh, it's a, it's a um movie. There's a movie, a 2019 film called yeah, I sent you, Six remember Underground. I, I oh, did I, you send that to me? Yeah, or a Ryan Reynolds movie. I don't remember you sending that to me. Maybe I missed it, or maybe I saw it and just forgot um somehow. But I think it's like a Michael Bay movie. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like at the time, I think what was also weird about this song was, like, I wasn't sure. Like, I feel like when you're in high school, like, it's really important to like things that are, like, supposed to be cool and not like things that aren't cool. Yeah. By some, like, arbiter of coolness that is, like, not yourself, certainly. And, like, um, I feel like I remember being confused if I was like, like if it was like cool to like this song or not. Yeah. I didn't feel strongly one way or the other. Like I didn't like hate it, but I also didn't like, like it or anything. Well, part of what I hear you like part of what this podcast is about maybe is how much we love a certain kind of rock music and like, (laughs) Did you have this feeling that as the 90s got old, like as more electronic music, like there was like new metal and then there was like electronic stuff coming in and stuff and all of that. And I felt like sort of betrayed by all of it. Like I want like I wanted like I basically electronic music like stuff like this or like um but this came out in 1996. I know, but it was like it was like a, like a movement in music that was happening over the oh, end of the 90s. Like I know what there you was mean. like more I and more. It. I was into it. I was not into it. I felt betrayed <laughs> by it, and also by new metal. Like okay, um, interesting. I like wanted to stay in the sounds of like yeah, of like Pearl Jam and stuff. Basically. I was gonna say, but I didn't want to yeah pigeonhole yeah. you. Yeah, no, I wanted to keep living in Pearl Jam basically. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I've talked on the podcasts before about like how later in high school, which was the later 90s, I was like really interested in like listening to like, like quote unquote happy music or like upbeat music. So I was like 
I was delighted to listen to like something that felt like not like overwrought with like sadness. I I got you. Yeah, I had no interest (laughs) in something like that. Yeah, this sounds good though. I I don't mean any of that to say that I'm not into the song. It was like. It was a real treat this week listening to this. I hadn't like another song that I really don't think I had heard maybe since the 90s, unless it's been in a movie or something like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a weird song. Um, But yeah, I was like looking at like uh, this song's very enigmatic. Like, yes. I don't get it. Like, is it like a totally chill song about being dead? <laughs> oh, about being dead. Wow. Did it occur to Six you? Six Underground. It never occurred to me. Oh, I've always thought that. Like, it's about being dead? Gotta be. Six underground. Gotta be. Gotta be. Like, straight up Emily Dickinson in proleptic voice speaking beyond the grave. Yeah, six feet under, baby. Six underground. Take me down six underground. The ground beneath your feet. Laid out low. Nothing to go. Nowhere a way to meet. But she moves. The speaker moves. Oh, overground. Overground, underground, like she's like going back and forth. Yeah, from the grave and back. It's the way she sings the word <laughs> "overground" that is the most memorable thing in the song to me. It's a well. Reason. It's also like fucking weird to say "overground." I wanted to talk about this. It's it's that word is like so compelling. So compelling. Like I was also thinking about the word "underground." Yeah. Like. Uh, like that's a very like I don't know. I I they're two very different places. Underground and over, but like just like the word underground, like separate from like the literal meaning of being under the ground. Like it's like something being underground is like oh right, like a secret or like a like like a a revolution or, or yeah something underground going underground or like private or ignored. Or secret, yeah, secret. What about the idea of um, being open to falling from grace? Oh yeah, I texted you that earlier that I am. It's like I, I, it's, I've never heard that before. Like grace. there are definitely songs about falling from grace, right? Or like having grace, but being open to falling from grace is so interesting. Like the decision yeah, it's hasn't really. Been made yet. Right. I'm open to falling from grace. It's so strange. I was going to look up the um, definition of underground, but I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to. Um, I'm open to falling from grace. Yeah. Like this song's very, it's very confusing. Like I feel like the most um, overground watch this space. I'm open to falling from grace. I feel like the most, uh, Okay, calm me down, bring mm-hmm. it round, two-way high off your street. Like, I can see nothing else. I can see like nothing else. In me, you're better than I want to be. Don't think as I understand, I care. Don't think because I'm talking, we're friends. Whoa. Overground, watch this space. I'm open to falling from grace. Like, I feel like the... Don't think because I understand I care. Don't think because I'm talking we're friends is like, it's like the most very much like, uh, like penetrable lines in the song. You can like wrap your head around that quite easily. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels really different from the rest of the song. Well, and it's like, there's just never enough to like, 
yeah enigmatic is a good word for it or like i don't know it's moody it's moody without yes. being clear mm-hmm. um though uh, it's funny that you said those lines are the for me the line that i that i that like i grasp out of the song is in the mm. next part it's like too strung out to sleep like that's a clear thought like that i can right like i can relate to sort of like too strung out to sleep definitely that's true yeah. I'm really interested in um, I fake my life like I've lived too much. Ooh. I take whatever you're given. Not enough. Like a person wow. who has who pretends to have experienced more than they've experienced. Maybe. Or just like. Right, right, right. Or just like she's faking generally too much. Mm, I fake mm-hmm. my life like I've lived too much. Yeah. I take whatever you're given, whatever not you've enough. given, not enough. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's like the song about like satisfaction mm-hmm. or dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction feels right. But what does it have to do with being dead? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. A question to be dead masses. would be to be pretty. Well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I was going to say being dead would be pretty unsatisfying. Mm, but maybe it's mm. completely satisfying. Who knows? Not the living. Maybe is she like I'd rather be dead than put be up with living your in shit? the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we can move on. Um Let's let's talk about what you chose next. Well, so like I think you this song had me thinking about a certain kind of mood. It definitely the mm. moodiness is what I latched on to. And for some reason, it like sent me into this like it's weird. Like a bunch of we were you and I were texting about like songs like quote duets today, like songs where two people are singing. And like a bunch of what I was thinking of like I I was basically choosing between the song I chose, which I'll say in a minute, and the corner shop song. Um it's good to be on the road again on the road. What's the full title? I don't uh, know that song. Good to be on the road back home. Um, what the hell song is that? It's on that playlist I sent you of like songs that are duets, but oh. you would know it if you heard it. You've like, Oh, you a, like, so six underground felt deeply like a duet to you. It just like the songs I started thinking about were songs where two people were like, specifically where like a man and a woman are singing. Like, wow. Yeah, and I don't quite know why I went there. It's like, that's just where I went. Um, Yeah, I get it, kind of. But uh, anyway, the song I ended up choosing was Sometimes Always by Jesus and Mary Chain.
A song that I did not listen to in the 90s, by the way. I can't like take credit for like I did not know about this song at the time. No. Well, as I so like you te- texted me the song and I was like, I don't know. I was like, Jesus, every song you're sending me, I don't know. <laughs> well, except the Bush song. But I barely knew that one. Yeah, like yeah. I barely remembered it. But, but then when I listened to the yeah. Jesus and Mary Chain song, I like immediately recognized it. And it has um This hopes. is what I didn't So I've been obsessed with this song for like two years. I've been listening to Ooh. it like a lot. And I had no idea that it's Hope Sandoval. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. Well, like, and I so you send it to me and I was like, oh, it's that song from that movie. And then we <laughs> yeah. were like texting about how like it's not in any fucking movie. Like, I literally don't understand because like I immediately was like, oh, I don't know the song, but I do know it because it's like in a movie I've watched a lot or something. It's so cinematic though, the song. It is Partly very cinematic, it's but it's like, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I just could have sworn it was in a movie. And then we Googled it and it was like in an episode of the Gilmore Girls. But I don't think it was that. Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was the episode of the Gilmore Girls. Maybe it was like a super fucking memorable Gilmore Girls episode for you. Oh my God, maybe. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this song is just like, uh, first of all, I I guess I just love these dialogue songs. Like, Mm. um, I'm such a sucker for this kind of thing. And this song is just like one. It's one of those songs where where um, like I don't care at all what the lyrics to this song are. It just Mm sounds I just want to live in what this song sounds like. Well, it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, And I like I feel like, yeah, it sounds like a really sweet love song. Yeah. excuse me it's like a duet and it's like the kind of like a he said like a classic he said she said like the duet vibe of like um like the the first one that comes to mind is uh don't you want me by human league yeah where it's like they're kind of like it's like a he said she said where like the woman is like correcting his like dumb bullshit, but like that's not happening. The song. And I find it to actually be more sinister. It sounds more benign. It sounds really nice when you actually listen to what's being said. It's like this like fucked up song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like you could, in some ways it's like, it's simple in that you could like some, it is simple. like the first line is I gave you all I had. And like, Mm -hmm. in some ways that like kind of sums up the whole song. It's like, Someone being like, I gave you all I had, and the other person being like, uh, give me another chance. Like, even though right. I've you've already given me all you have. Like, yeah. Um, which is like a real thing in life. Like people like you you do you give all you have and then people want a little more. Or or vice versa. Yeah, I just you know, feel like, like it's like this like uh I was annoyed. It's like the yeah. the the speaker the dude speaking isn't even trying. I know. And it's just like normalizing like men being pieces of shit and women just accepting it. Like she's like, you, you're a lucky son of a gun. Yeah. I was like, ew. Yeah. I mean. I always knew you take me back. That's what it a- ends on. Like, fuck yeah. off. But you know, like how long does it last, <laughs> right? Like It's a really quick song, right? Oh, no. I mean, like, after I always knew you'd take oh. me back, it's like, they're going to break up again. Like One would hope so. Yeah. But the message of the song is. 
It is a real like trash. There's a real whole. Accept it. I would like to make a whole list of songs that are about going away, like someone leaving and coming back. Like Mm. that's like a whole movement in music. Right. My boyfriend's back, for example. Oh, my boyfriend's back is so good. Yeah, like it isn't really one of those songs where it's like a conversation. Like the conversation is pretty like limited in scope. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm, I'm like. Yeah, it's like the don't you want me thing or like uh, that like stupid postal service song I sent you earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also the um, now you're just somebody that I used to know. Uh, you know that song? Yes. Like it's like um, those songs are, bo- are both like this like complicated breakup conversation happening between like a male and female speaker or singer. Right. Um. But this one is, yeah, like it's, it is, you called it something like it's very like simple or something. I said, I did use that word. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, here's the thing I like. So I looked it up on Wikipedia and William Reed uh, from who wrote it, I guess, um, said initially the band worried that the song was a bit, quote, a bit too cute, too light a mm. story. Um and then he said, when we recorded it, Hope and Jim sang and they just transcended it. And I think that's Ooh. true. It, like it is too, it's like, it is like too cute and there's not much there. And it, mm. it kind of is the vocal performance that makes it feel immediate. Like, um, mm-hmm. that like sucks. Well, you they in. also just have such good voices. They do. Her, I was thinking about this today. Cause like, I listened to a few covers of this song, like just to see like, what it's like in other people's hands and they're terrible. Like, like no one else can sing. like in some ways it basically feels like a Mazzy star song. It like, it like, but I don't agree. Like, I feel like the dude from Jesus and Mary chain has like such a good voice. No, he's great too. But like the mood of it, it uh, does feel like a Mazzy star song. 100%. I I think her, her mood sort of overpowers the song for me in a way that feels like great. Like mm-hmm. that's like why I. It want feels to like there's it. like daisies falling. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> daisies falling in a sad way. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I love Mazzy Star. When's her Mazzy Star episode? I was gonna ask you that, but we can talk about that off. Let's discuss but, it offline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, do you want to finish up here? Okay. Um. <clears throat> all right. So, as I said. I felt like this song just feels like it's in a movie, like even though I can't place the movie and I suppose maybe there is no movie. It feels like it would be not just like in a movie, but like maybe like when the credits are playing, like it's like that kind of a song. Good call. Um, So I was trying to think like I didn't like basically I thought of like I thought of like the Sundays um uh-huh. but like it does not feel like wild horses by the sundays um no. which is like a movie song because it plays like in fear when she's yeah. being fingered on a roller coaster can you imagine the, there can't possibly be anyone <laughs> listening to this podcast who doesn't remember wild horses playing while reese witherspoon is being fingered on that 100 percent, 100 percent. i i hope not a hundred percent of the people who would be interested in listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so yeah like it does not have that vibe <clears throat> that's too like dramatic or something um but my brain went to uh there she goes by the laws
which um but there's another version too i uncovered which is i forgot the name of the band oh yeah uh, um i forget also the name of the band it's on the soundtrack to the so boo radleys yeah the boo radleys yeah 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 right. but i think that i don't know there i think this might be like the original one so I found so it actually originally came out in '88 and was re-released in '90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it still counts because, like, well, go ahead. You're going to talk about the movie part. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah. I don't know. It's just like that. It's what it made me think of because I feel like there she goes. Like to me, is just like a song in a movie. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel. I guess, like, specifically, it is definitely, like, a song that's in So I Married an Axe Murderer, but, like, I also just feel like it just feels like a movie song. Like, I can't imagine that that song, like, in my mind, it doesn't exist outside of, like, the movies or something, even though it obviously does, you know? For me, it's, like, one of the most memorable soundtrack songs of all time, like, like if I was gonna make a list of like the like songs that were on soundtracks that are like the most important songs that were on soundtracks in my life, this would definitely be one of the first five songs that I listed. So you owned the "So I Married an Axe Murderer" oh, yeah. soundtrack and oh, listened yeah. to it. So I did not. Like I don't oh. think I don't have like I don't remember. I just remember this song from that movie. Like I feel like it plays a really heavy role in the movie. Yeah, like, and it like, plays a lot. Yeah, that soundtrack also just seemed so cool. It was like one of the. What else few- is on it? Um. Oh my god. Should I? I mean, you don't have to pull it up, but you could. Why not? You pull it up. Um. But like, yeah. So I, I guess like I'll just say like it's like yeah. I really kind of went with like a first thought, best thought approach with this one, as opposed to like the first yeah two songs, which I just spent like two days overthinking. <laughs> No, I liked how quickly you came to. I'll just mention <laughs> some of the songs um, that you that people may remember: Two Princes" mm. by the Spin Doctors, "Saturday Night" by Ned's what? Atomic Dustbin, "Brother" by Toad the Wet Sprocket. I don't remember "Brother" by Toad the Wet Sprocket. I don't remember "Brother", brother by Alice in Chains. <laughs> um, oh, "Brother" anyway. by Alice in Chains. Sorry, what we should a- have a "Brother" episode. We should. There's Soul Asylum. There's Big Audio what song? Dynamic. The Break. Don't tell me bands without song. The Break. I don't know that. Yeah, no, they're not. Some of the songs aren't super memorable songs, but because they're bands. only songs you would know if you had the soundtrack. Right. Clearly, exactly. they didn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Because what year did like So I Married an Axe Murderer come out? Like ninety early nineties. Yeah. Oh, ninety three. Yeah, quite S- early. In the significantly, 90s. the soundtrack also had him doing this poem sucks. From the oh movie, you know, like, uh, yeah, I remember yeah. it. That's funny. Hard hearted harbinger of haggis. <laughs> I should rewatch it. I haven't watched it in years. Actually, I feel like I did rewatch it and was like, it was like it was really kind of hard to watch. Yeah, no, it's I love it, but it's inferior. <laughs> Unlove um, Ed. Ed? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. So I just like immediately chose this song. But like, as we were discussing, like, I don't really like this song. I've this, never it, really like, liked my it. Feelings. It's it's what you were just saying about the um the Jesus and Mary Chain song. I feel like this song is like a bit too cute. 
It's just, yeah, no. I don't, right. I feel like it feels almost like saccharine. Like, I know you like it and I feel bad. Like, I'm not trying to like be mean. But no, you're I just, right. The sentiment it's weird. is I just saccharine. never liked it for some reason. Yeah. I do think, um, okay, I was trying to like justify it. I was trying to like find something in it that like I could make an argument for as like not being saccharine. And like the closest I could get is like the dissonance between, okay, like, there she goes is like is is physical it's like mm. someone is walking kind of and like but then racing through my brain is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. interior and i like yeah. that i think like that's kind of interesting to me just like that like it's like a, it's like an interesting way of talking about thinking about someone too much right yeah that's a, no that's all i, I feel got. like no that makes sense i feel like what i like about it is like and I just can't contain. Yes. Like, I feel like the place that, like, that feels like those lines feel cool. Yeah. And I just can't contain this, this feeling, feeling that, that remains. remains. But, like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like even what you're saying about, like, uh, there she goes, there she goes again, racing through my brain. I feel like it's, um, I don't know, something about that pisses me off. <laughs> Like, it's like, I think it's like, there's something about this song that should suggests to me that, like, the girl in question, like, doesn't even like him. It's like, it all takes place in his head and he's, like, 100%. romanticizing her. And yeah. I don't know if it's, like, has to do with the movie. Also, you know what I was thinking about? Because I don't remember So I Married, married an Axe Murderer, though I, like, watched it all the damn time <laughs> in high school. And, but it was, like, one of those it was like a primary text in a canon of like one uh, movies one was supposed to like in yes, the 90s to sure. be a cool girl. <laughs> and like, I feel like it's like, um, I did really like it. It was really funny. But like, I think there's this thing. I was also thinking about like movie songs and how uh, it reminds me of like, um, cause that movie was like, I wish I could like remember it better, but obviously it was like a silly movie yeah, and yeah. like funny, but there was like this like romance plot. And I think like, I think it also, the song reminds me of like how annoying it is when funny movies like become like, like take like an ultra conservative <laughs> sappy romance turn. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's like a kind of unusual. I think it it I think it's more interesting than a lot of movies in that particular way. But what you're talking about oh, is totally. like, 100%. is like an infuriating thing about movies. Also there's just like it's clear that like what's going like the thing of like some sad sack boy like thinking about a girl too much is like right. appealing to me in a way that like I I'm not proud of it. It just is, you know, like no, totally. And yeah. yeah, like certainly songs like that do appeal to me sometimes. But and I don't like hate this song, but I've always like never like I would never go listen to this song. You know what I just remembered? Someone else what? covered this song in the 90s. Sixpence, <gasps> Sixpence None the Richer. None the richer. <laughs> I and, saw that. I don't remember. I didn't listen to it this week. It's interesting it's that she, she didn't flip the pronouns, I don't think. That's, yeah, like, I just, you know, I love a subversive girl singer. <laughs> oh, same Z's, yeah. I mean. She does, yeah, that makes sense. 
Well, it but it's weird. always... A, she, it would be very, like, no homo if she flipped the pronoun. <laughs> I know, but it was very common to do that at the time. Huh. Yeah. I, I remember it used it. to drive me crazy, like, that people did... That did that happen. There's, some, the there's like, a, po- a popular song in which the pronoun is flipped that it was, like, annoying, and I can't... Yeah, I can't it. remember. But I, it used to drive me crazy, because I, w- I would be, like... Like, some guy would be singing a song, and he'd flip the pronouns, and it's like, what, you don't have the courage to just sing the right, song? Right, like, right, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. It would be so dumb to sing the song, There He Goes. There he like, goes. I can't... <laughs> So I'm so glad no one has ever done that. There he goes again. I mean, I'm also just a sucker for this melody. Like, I think, yeah. Like, it also is like just like the idea. Like, it's like I feel like it almost doesn't work. Like the um, the like Ellen Willis test of like flipping uh, the pronouns and seeing if it works. It's like I feel like that reveals another annoying thing about the song is that she's kind of like this like this ethereal creature you know what i mean like kind of a manic pixie dream girl vibe like i feel like he it doesn't work the same way no you're right there's nothing there (laughs) yeah there's nothing there except for like this this like um played out idea of femininity or something right exactly that's all that's there uh Mm. well this oh man this was fun it was fun yeah I like that we get to like talk about all these different musicians, you know? That's cool. Cool for Um, us. Thank you for listening uh, this to our first episode of the new year. And uh, please leave us a review on whatever uh, app you choose to listen to this podcast on. Uh, And our theme song is golden West service featuring shreddy better. We love you very much. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.